Hey guys, welcome back to the Big Intentions Podcast and I'm your host, Ireland. So excited to be back with you guys today on the pod. If you're listening to this, hi, welcome. If you're on Spotify, don't forget to leave a rating, follow the podcast and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and tell me something nice in the review, you know? Give me some feedback on the podcast, what you're loving about the Big Intention Show. And if you are watching this on YouTube, don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment down below what your favorite fall drink is right now. Because, like, I need some good fall drinks. I'm currently, this is my podcast drink of choice today. It's a Breezeberry. I have it in this little koozie because I like ice cold drinks, but I don't like feeling an ice cold drink. And I'm also using a cute little glass straw. So that is my podcast setup for today. Super excited to be back with you guys on the podcast. I feel like it's literally been so long. So hi, welcome. Um, That's just a little bit of housekeeping, you know, tidying up. But in other news, let's just get right into the podcast because we have a lot to catch up on. So much has happened in the past week. Um, Here I am again with another delayed podcast episode. I know you guys probably really don't care, but I care. So anyways, it's a little bit delayed and I'll get into why. So let's just jump right into the first segment, which is living out loud. And so basically I feel like I have so many updates and unfortunate news. Let's just get the bad news out of the way first. Um, I don't know the good news yet, but I'll just start with the bad. So the bad news is that my studio where I teach spin is actually closing this Friday, which is literally so sad. And I found out this news last week. So literally we had 10 days total um, to, you know, figure all that out, which is like so much tea, like some of like some of our last classes, you know, are this week and everything. So that's what my priority has been this week is just like taking as many of the classes of the other instructors that I can and, um, you know, trying to make my last rides like the best they can be. So we're going out with a bang on Friday and like that'll be kind of like the end of an error in South Lake. So that kind of sucks. Um, a lot of instructors have new places that they're going, but unfortunately there's like really no studios close to me and I'm still in the works of like trying to figure it out. So TBD on that. Right now I'm like homeless, studioless. I don't have anywhere to go. So yeah. And I really don't think I've actually processed it yet because like I'm still going and spinning and everything. A lot of people are like emotional and I'm like, I literally said it's like I'm the Drake song, like laugh now, cry later because I just really haven't processed it, processed it yet. And who knows if I will. Um, no, I will eventually process it, but it just like doesn't seem real and whatever. Honestly, I need to do a whole podcast episode on disappointment and rejection is redirection, right? Because that's actually like the theme, very consistent theme in my life. So love that for me. Anyways, um, no, I'm not really that salty because like, I just like things change, everything changes. And what is so sad about the whole studio closing is obviously like, yeah, I just started my spin instructing journey, but in like me thinking of other people, it just like, if I was still a rider there, like all the people who just ride there, it's so sad because it's like, they don't have that community anymore. And that's really 
where like I found my community in Texas and like literally the only reason like I'm still here is because I have a boyfriend here and I love spin and like I found like great people there otherwise I'm like literally what am I doing in Texas you know what I mean anyways that's a whole other concept actually it kind of ties into today's topic but whatever anyways um yeah, so I'm just feeling like, blah, like, I don't know how to feel about it yet. I just truly haven't processed it. But it's just been lots of, like, trying to plan stuff, see people, take all the classes I can, make my classes the best they can be to, until the end. Um, so, like, that's kind of the update on that front. Um, so, in terms of content news, like, let's just pivot because I don't want to talk about it anymore. Um, in terms of content news, I read lessons in chemistry. I just read tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow, finished it, boom, check, done. I thought I lost my Kindle for a minute. Thank goodness I didn't. I found it. It was just in a purse that I wasn't using. Um, love that for me. Okay. So then I started reading a hardback. I'm kind of in my hardback era, hardback cover era. So I started reading Lessons in Chemistry, finished it, gave it four stars, loved it, and I really was trying to speed through it because I wanted to watch the new Apple TV series, Lessons in Chemistry, based on the book, like the screen adaptation. So that was like, you know, fun. So I just started that Apple TV series and that was good. And then also I just started None of This Was True by Lisa Jewell, another hardback era book. I don't know why I'm saying that. Whatever. Um, but I'm reading it from the library. That's why I have a hardback cover of it. And yeah, that's my book update and like content update. Otherwise, I've been trying to consume less content on like social media and stuff. And I downloaded a new app called Opal. And I just did like the free trial. And basically, you can create different sessions um, on your on the app. That will say like wind down session, kind of similar to like the do not disturb functionality and like the work and focus. But I think it's a little bit more streamlined through this app because you can like select what groups of apps like this um, shutdown or restriction will apply to. So basically all my like social media apps have I have them turned off um, like during the work hours and then starting at like 8 or 9 p.m. until like. 9 a.m. the next day so like I'm really trying to avoid being on social media but it's also kind of hard because like I'll just have to go in there and like take a break or something if I need to do something in the app which I guess it makes you a little bit more intentional about using your apps but anyways I just wanted to recommend that because um I think it's like a good concept if you feel like you're a doom scroller you're always on your phone your screen time is like so high maybe check that out you know because we don't need to live our lives through screens. So moving into the intention, my intentional living segment, my intention for this week is to time block and stick to it. So I really need to utilize this week and to get ahead because I'm traveling next week for work. So I really just need to like be like, okay, this time I'm doing this and like stick to it. But it's kind of hard because I'm like trying to take all these spin classes. So my evenings are really filling up and it kind of makes it difficult. But anyways, so words to live by, um, which is my next segment. I found this 
from We the Urban, what, like literally my favorite Instagram account. And also, I'm like not in the best mood ever today. So I'm trying to like power through this recording because I just like am not in the right headspace at all to be filming a video. But here we are. And I kind of know, but like now that I'm in the flow, I'm like, oh, but I could just also record after this. Like, I've really been wanting to record a Q3 book update because I have some books to update you guys on. So anyways, moving on. Words to live by. Sorry, that was like such a tangent. Words to live by. We the urban. Good things take time and that's okay. In the meantime, I'm living in my truth and trusting the process. So you can tell by the title of today's video that or video podcast episode, whatever, that we are going to learn how to trust the process, guys, because clearly you have to because life is always ever evolving and changing. So you have to, you know, trust the process. And this truly is always the hardest pill for me to swallow because as someone with strong opinions, very independent, very fearless, bold approach to life, and outlook on life like I feel like I can conquer the world the world is my oyster like that's literally like kind of always been my mentality like since I've been a little kid and I feel like it takes a lot of patience for me and just I really need to have a chill approach to life sometimes and to trusting the process because it is so true that good things take time and as someone who wants to be the author of their own life, the curator, like the vibe architect, literally me, um, like it's just so hard to relinquish control for me. And it's just so hard to feel like I'm sitting back in the passenger seat. It's just, and this will all come full circle at the end, you'll see. But I just feel like it's so, ah, I don't even know how to describe it. But like, if you, okay, if you have, like the ability to just live your life and literally be so chill about it. Like, please inform me. Like people think I'm chill and I'm like, I'm so not chill. Like you guys don't understand because I freak out and overthink everything about my life. So we're trying to learn how to trust the process. So like anytime that I'm picking a podcast episode like this, trusting the process, clearly don't know how to do it. Don't know how, why I'm bad at it, whatever. So that's the point of me recording the whole episode is so I like, have to dig deep and learn what does this look like for me? How can I like improve in this area? It's not me saying I have something mastered and I'm like telling you guys what to do. It's like, no, I'm trying to tell myself what to do and I'm just recording it and it just comes across like you guys should also do this. So that's a little bit about me, like the background of like the podcast, whatever. So trusting the process, I really think it's so comical how like life has a way of bringing up these t topics or like I'll be thinking about something and then like a few days later, like that thing happens, you know, because I was literally like, okay, what should I like podcast about? Oh, this was like two weeks ago at this point. I was like trusting the process. So I made a note on my phone, trusting the process. And I was like alignment, you know, just like key buzzwords. So I would know what I was talking about. And so then Basically, um, I was going to record last week and then I got the news on Wednesday like, oh, hey, no more spinning, like whatever, no more spinning for you. And I was like, that's literally so weird that 
you know, it was like my brain was like foreshadowing this event. Like it was like, you're going to need to know how to trust the process. And this is going to be on your mind because you're going to need to be able to trust the process. You know what I mean? And so I feel like in some ways it actually was so ironic that it allowed me to digest and like properly, I haven't fully processed it, but like kind of process the news better just because in my head I was already like on this thing, on this notion, on this like journey, journey. I'm like saying that kind of ironically, like journey of like, oh yeah, I'm going to need to trust the process. But I didn't know what, I kind of thought it was for another area of my life. And then I was like, no, this area, this like really immediate reason that you're going to need to know how to trust the process. Like, I feel like sometimes I have really, really good intuition. Sometimes it's crap. Like, sometimes when it comes to like other people, mm -mm, I don't have that great of intuition. But for myself and my own life, sometimes I'm like, oh yeah, okay, like this this theme is popping up. And then like a few days later, I'll need to like pull on that and be like, wait, yeah, that lesson that I was just thinking about learning, you got to apply it now. So sometimes I'm like kind of intuitive. So that's like cool. Um, Just girly things, you know. So anyways, let's dive into the topic, which is obviously trusting the process, but kind of like some themes, major themes that kind of come up for me. What I think about when I think of trusting the process is one timing, which I feel like is kind of the biggest piece of the puzzle. So for me, at least the biggest part of trusting the process is the timing aspect of things. It's like our timing is often not the timing that God or like the universe has, you know, in mind for us, which is fine. But it's really not fine. Like in my head, it's not fine. Like I try to make it fine, but this is really the biggest hurdle for me when it comes to trusting the process. And so let's kind of dive into why it's important to trust, trust the process and like why timing is important. Um, like why is it important to trust God's timing or the universe timing or like whatever you believe in, like personally for me, a lot of this stuff is like tied back to my faith, which, you know, I'll dive into like how it ties in and stuff. But anyways, why is it important to trust the process? Number one, you feel, or like process slash timing here is what I'm talking about. So why it's important. One, you feel less pressured. So I do see how like you would feel less pressured if you were just not imposing your own strict like timeline on your life because you're not like living up to these certain timelines you're not meeting your deadlines then you get so stressed and like I've literally done that and you also if you're doing that in your own life like you're kind of subsequently imposing these deadlines and like time marks on into the people around you like the lives in your life that are affected by you so and that just imposes pressure and also by putting pressure on timelines and things you're imposing pressure to meet the expectations of others because a lot of the timeline stuff it's just like what society tells us or it's like you have to have your life figured out by the time you're 25 you have to have a house by 25 you have to have the ring, the kids, the whatever, I mean, by whatever age, like, that you feel is, like, the pressure point for you, and obviously, like, based on where you're from and where everybody else 
lives or whatever, I feel like that pressure point is like a different point for everybody. But it really is true. It's like all of these expectations are other people's expectations of us. Or maybe it's not even a specific person. It's just like society in general. But I feel like it really does put a lot of pressure. And if we weren't so caught up in these expectations of our lives, like would we feel this pressure to meet this certain like deadline or have whatever figured out by this certain date? You know what I mean? So I feel like it's important because we could just like breathe a little bit if we weren't so dang like like bent on this like timeline. Like why is there a timeline? Like everyone's on their own path and their own journey. And I kind of talked about this in one of my podcast episodes previously about being from a small town or whatever. But anyways, um, the next reason why it's important is because if you are trusting the process, trusting God's timing, then you're living in the present and it really allows you to enjoy the part of the journey that you're in and allow you to fully slow down and not, you know, just always being moving, like not always moving on to the next thing, what's bigger and better, just truly like living and being present and being mindful and grateful for like where you're at and kind of all going back to the gap in the game, like basing your success and measuring your success on where you started versus like where you want to go. So something that I'm always trying to like comprehend and like remind myself, but this is just like a good reminder of why it's important to trust the process. Like people say that all the time, like just trust the process. It's like, what does that mean though? So I just think it's kind of good to, you know, really get intentional with why should we trust the process? And this is why. The next reason is to slow down and not falling victim to like hustle culture. I feel like I'm so bad at this. I always feel like I have to be doing something if I don't have plans at all times, which I rarely do. Then I like beat myself up over it. I'm like, you're not being productive enough. You have to be at least reading a book or reading this or doing this and feeling like making progress towards your goals, like always being productive. And it's just like overwhelming and leads to burnout. And honestly, just slowing down is that's so important in trusting the process because if you're trusting the process, then you're just going to be living your life and not so like strict on yourself. And so yeah, I guess like strict and hard on yourself and like critical on yourself and like, are you measuring up to these certain metrics? Another reason why it's important is to be comfortable with the unknown. So obviously things are changing. Change is a constant, like life is ever evolving. There are people come and go like you just are never, nothing is ever like 100% like finite. Sure. Like literally everything's always changing. So it's just really important to get, um, to get comfortable with being uncomfortable, get comfortable with the unknown and to just really embrace that because that's part of trusting the process and you just literally never know what's going to happen. So might as well just accept that fact that change is inevitable and change is also a good thing, even though it kind of sucks. But like sometimes I'm like a little bit too change. Like I want change too often and then it's like I'm never settled. So that's also like an issue with trusting the process. Sometimes I'm just trying to disrupt the process 
And yeah, that's just not <laughs> like how life works, whatever. Anyways, I'm just kind of thinking out loud here and like trying to convince myself of why I should be trusting the process, even though like I don't fully, I'm not fully there yet, basically. So another reason is the comparison goes away. So if you're trusting the process and you're understanding that everyone's on their own timelines, I kind of mentioned this earlier, but then the comparison, which comparison is the thief of joy. Like I'm sure you've heard that saying, which it's so true. It's like so depressing, you know, when you're comparing your life to others, like you're just, there's so much judgment and like self-criticism that happens when I'm like scrolling on Instagram or I'm like comparing like what I'm doing on Friday night to what other people are doing. And even it's like really hard, especially in the content world. It's like, I love consuming content for the entertainment factor, but I also, I know I'm falling victim sometimes to comparison and like, oh, well, if I did this different, like when I was in high school, that I would be where that person is at or whatever. And it's just like, but you don't know that for sure. And everybody's timelines are so different. And like, it's just so hard for me to trust my own timeline. I don't know. It's just, I feel like I should be so much further ahead than I am. And I know that's like the thief of joy comparison. So even comparing yourself to where you think you should be. So like, again, going back to gap in the gain and like measuring yourself and your success based on where you started versus where you want to go. So hard to do that. I feel like how do you actually implement that in day to day? And I'll get into like how to do some of these things as well, rather than just telling you why it's important. But I was just thinking about that. So anyways, another reason is you're able to appreciate the journey more. So I just feel like it's so, it's just so much better to live in the moment, but it's so hard for me. I'm someone who's so future oriented. So it's really difficult to be like, yes, I love where I'm at right now. When you have goals and you're ambitious and you're like a high achiever, I just feel like it's so hard to sit back and just be like, yep, this is where I'm at. This is what I'm doing. I'm loving it, but also still like striving to do better and do more like, can you do both? It's like, yeah, I feel like you can, like you can be working towards improving yourself, but also living in balance and like being present. And I feel like I've gotten a lot better at it, but then sometimes at the, at the same time, I'm like, okay, to fully like live in the present, I just completely throw my future out the window. Like I don't think about it at all. And then I feel like I'm not as like goal oriented, which that's just kind of my nature is to be like that. Like I'm a dreamer. I'm always looking ahead. So it's really hard for me to find that perfect balance of like, okay, set goals and intentions and try to become the highest version of yourself while still like embracing and enjoying who you are right now. So I know some ways to do that. Obviously it's like gratitude journaling and just like mindfulness practices. And I feel like that's helpful. Also like eliminating screen time, things like that is helpful as well. Whenever you're just living your own life and not constantly consuming the lives of others. And like, I mean, I love content creation. I love showing my life. I love like vlogs and I really like the art of them, but inevitably like in somebody showing their life, you're going to be comparing your life to theirs. So it's like really difficult I mean, even in movies and TV shows, there's that too. So it's just like another form of entertainment. 
But I feel like you just have to truly try to, like, live your life and limit the amount of, like, exposure and comparison that you give your, like, and even if you're living your own life, though, and you weren't even online, you would have, like, friends probably and you would see them in their lives. So it's just always just this, like, constant battle. And I feel like it's just part of growing up and trying to, like, I don't know people when you're a kid they're always like what do you want to be when you grow up and then you grow up and then you start doing something and you're like but this isn't what I really want to do I don't know I just am like low-key having my quarter-life crisis which might be the topic of the next episode because I know I already talked about crises and all that stuff but like oh my gosh I just really don't know literally what's going on ever So, anyways, this is me rambling to you guys because I feel like it's kind of therapeutic. It's really actually kind of helpful, honestly. So, how do you trust timing and surrender um, to, like, trusting the process? You know, how do you trust timing, trust the process? How do we do that? So, I'm going to get into some of that stuff right now. So, number one is to accepting your current circumstance. So really just being like, okay, this is where I'm at. This is where I'm starting at from today. And just truly like embracing where you're at, making note of like parts of your life or aspects of your life that you had previously wanted before. So like being grateful and writing down those things and really just taking away, stripping away the judgment of where you're at and just embracing like where you're at and accepting like, this is who I am right now. This is what I have access to. These are my resources. This is where I'm at. And then going from there and just starting at that clean baseline slate, you know, and just be like, this is where I'm at. And me just saying baseline, it made me think of work and that's literally disgusting. So anyways, sorry. So gross. Anyways, next is to let go of expectations, which I've literally done the whole podcast episode on this. I keep preaching and nailing and driving this down into my brain and it literally won't stick. So I don't know how many more times I'm going to have to try it. But like literally how do you set, you know, let go of these expectations? I literally will try not to have an expectation, but it just comes up. They will be so sneaky and it's really hard to let go of expectations, but it's part of trusting the process. So you know what? If you guys want to let me know how you truly let go of expectations, like I did a whole podcast episode on it, but it's just really hard for me as somebody who I feel like I have really high standards. And so I did a whole podcast episode though on like the difference between standards and expectations, but clearly you need to do some more homework because it's not working. It's just like so hard, but that is key to, you know, trusting timing and trusting the process. The next way to trust the process is to surrender to the flow. So I think this is like a really great point and, but it can be kind of like one of those sticky situations because you don't want to just like become mundane and like go with the like, yes, you want to be go with the flow, but you don't want to be like robotic and just like subscribing to your routine and just like mindlessly doing things. Like I want to be intentional with every aspect of my life, but also just surrendering to like the higher power or God or whatever you like subscribe to, like surrendering to that and just 
truly it's like how do you trust it it's just like you have to have faith though and I'll get into that and it's just like trusting the unknown basically and just trusting that things do work out how they're supposed to but it's like how do you just surrender to the flow and I feel like you have to let go of the expectations is one way to surrender but I liked this I saw this um when I was researching trusting the process and being committed but not attached and I really like this sentiment it's like you're committed to bettering yourself and you are committed to the process you're committed to the flow but at the same time you're not like so attached to that idea of the higher self or like so attached to that dream job so attached to that dream man dream house dream dog whatever but you are committed to working towards it, but you're not so attached to it that like losing it would be so devastating, which I really thought was like an interesting concept or like thing I hadn't really heard about before. So that was like interesting to me, but that just kind of moves me into like the next topic. So trusting the process, we have timing next, we have alignment. And so to me, alignment means, um, one, this could be like a whole podcast episode, so I'm not going to get like too deep into this, but living in alignment is to be in agreement with our soul's plan and life purpose. And obviously it's like, well, how do I know what my soul's plan and life purpose is? Because like me don't know I am her, like, how do I figure that out? Um, so one way to do that So how do we live in alignment? And I kind of did, this was at the beginning of like my podcast, the very first episodes, but I talk about a lot about like values and beliefs and how your beliefs determine your destiny and really aligning, living in alignment means to align your actions with your values. And it's an ongoing process that requires self-reflection, mindfulness, and commitment So by taking time to identify your core values and set goals and make mindful choices. So literally, basically the whole concept of the podcast, which is big intentions, living intentionally, but really breaking it down and looking at your life values, your core, like what is like, who are you? What is your core? And looking at those values and then also examining your beliefs and looking at how your beliefs are impacting your thoughts, your thoughts impact your choices and decisions and ultimately your destiny. And it's this whole like snowball like um, effect basically of how just your beliefs are so like intertwined with like your life and how it plays out into like who you are. So basically just living in alignment is really aligning your actions with your values. So what are your values? Identifying those is key to being able to live like an intentional life and being able to take time to self-reflect and to really align your core values and using those to set your goals that will enable you to make choices throughout your day, setting up habits and routines and systems that ultimately like fuel the whole system. So that's like how to live in in alignment. And like I said, I feel like that could be a whole podcast episode, but the next, um, kind of pillar of trusting the process, which I already kind of mentioned is faith. So for me, faith is a huge part of trusting the process. Like, I don't feel like if I didn't have faith, if I wasn't 
you know, like a Christian, like I honestly feel like I wouldn't have the ability to trust the process. Like to me, those things are so intertwined and interwoven. Like I have to trust that my life will work out for the best and for like for good and everything that happens happens for a reason. Like I couldn't believe that if I didn't believe in God, like to me, those things just like go hand in hand because otherwise I don't know what I would be trusting in. Like to me, when I'm trusting the process, I'm like trusting God's plan for me. Like that's kind of what I think of. So anyways, I feel like my faith allows me to trust God's timing and like his divine, his divine intervention in my life and his plan for me. And so I trust that like he will guide my path. He will allow me to have certain opportunities come. And a lot of my trust and faith in the process is just my trust and faith in God. And a lot of times it's just like, it's just like, okay, here you go. And I know like that's the point of faith and the point of like trusting God, but I just feel like it's actually kind of hard, you know, and it's just, it's just a really interesting concept. I don't know. Like, do you guys struggle with this? Because I really struggle with trusting the process because I want to be so in control. And so that's like another pillar of trusting the process is control and relinquishing control, letting go of control and realizing I am truly not in control of like so many aspects of my life. Like you can only do so much, like you're only in control of so much of your life and in trusting the process, you have to relinquish control of those areas and you can only do what you can do. And being like, again, being committed to those things, to those, what you can control, but not being so attached to the things that like you can't control because truly there's literally nothing you could do. So anyways, but I was thinking about this today and a lot of times with like timing and stuff, it's like, okay, they say like trust God's timing and it's like you're trying to do that, but it doesn't feel like God's timing. It feels like somebody else's timing. It feels like your boss's timing or it feels like whatever, like whoever's timing, like whoever is like in control of that situation it feels like their timing rather so that it feels like, Oh, I'm trying to trust God's timing, but you're really like thinking, but it's not really God's it's theirs. So it's like trying to unlearn that and trying to really realize like who is in control and like who does have the power in your life and trusting that even if it was somebody else's situation that they had control over that God's still in control over that. And I'm like, working through this. Okay. Like I really am trying to understand and comprehend, like that's just what's so crazy to me. It's just like when we're in the hustle culture and the self-help culture, and it's like, you got to be a boss lady, girl boss, whatever, take control of your life, do these things. And then, but you're also like a person of faith. It's so conflicting. And it's like, obviously this is like a whole other topic, but I just feel like it's so hard to think about, like, how can you do both? Like, how can I become the highest version of myself? Cause like, that's, I feel like God wants you to be the highest version of yourself, but also it's just confusing. You know what? I, does anybody relate to this? I feel like sometimes you're like, I'm the only person I know other people relate, but it's just so hard for me being so driven. And then also being like a person of faith. And I know you can be both, but 
You know, do you know what I mean? Anyways, trying to just trust the process. Okay, guys, like whatever. And so moving on, change, which is the kind of like last thing I want to talk about. Obviously, it's inevitable constantly. Like that's a constant in life is change. So embracing change and trusting the process, you'll inevitably begin to embrace change and it's a part of life. And when you trust the process, the journey becomes something that you enjoy. And honestly, you kind of become like the passenger princess of your life. And passenger princess is kind of the best place to be. It's like you still have like some control because like you could turn up the radio can roll down your window, you can eat the snacks, but you also are like have a lot of the burden of like being the driver, like that's on somebody else. So I like to think of it that way because that actually makes that like analogy makes me feel like way better about life because if I'm just the passenger princess of my life, like I'm enjoying it and I could tell somebody to pull over if I wanted, like, but I'm not fully in control, so I don't have the burden of like always like being on the watch and like hands aren't on 10 and 2 you know what I mean so kind of if you think about it like that and trusting the process is just being the passenger princess of life makes it a little bit easier to digest so I'll leave you guys on that note thanks so much for listening to my ramble I love you guys so much thank you for watching if you're watching this on YouTube don't forget to like and subscribe to my channel and if you are listening to this on Apple or Spotify like rate review all the things do those it really helps the podcast grow and I love you guys thanks for watching bye